Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. I want to be part of it. New York, New York, these vagabond shoes are long. Well, if there's a song that perhaps defines a city, Sinatra, New York, New York, that might be it. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you from New York City. The Oilers on a week long road trip that, frankly, has not gone quite well. Uh, they've run up against uh, two solid goaltending performances. Uh, that said, uh, they've been chasing games against New Jersey and the New York Islanders. They close out their three-game roadie uh, to the state of New York. They take on the Rangers tomorrow. That is an 11 o'clock puck drop Edmonton time. It won't be easy. The Rangers, like the Oilers last year, were a Final Four team. And New York has one of the best goaltenders in the world, Igor Shosturkin, who won the Vesna Trophy. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by World of Spas. Aching after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. The Evans Oilers practice today in New Jersey. Philip Broberg, and we hinted... That, well, we all knew it was inevitable. He was coming up. Uh, he has, in fact, been recalled. Um, and uh, we'll see whether or not he draws in. Of course, uh, Jay Woodcroft, the Times, has deployed 11-7. and seven, uh, and The Oilers uh, dropped two straight. They've only won three of their last ten games. And they need to get their offense going here. And this might be an opportune time to reunite Connor McDavid with Leon Dreisettle, partially because I don't think Dreisettle's at 100% right now. But Oilers and Rangers tomorrow. And we got a lot to get to on today's edition of Oilers Now. Uh, Elliot Friedman will join us for Abe's Door Service at 12.35 to provide his unique perspective on things. From the Oilers Radio Network, Rob Brown at 105 today. And then Brendan Escott, who's back at the 630 Chad Studios, big part of the show, and myself, will have our Oilers uh, quarterly uh, report cards. And uh, suffice to say, with the team 10 and 10, and a lot of people having Edmonton as a preseason consensus favorite in the Pacific Division, the marks aren't going to be super high. Uh, they'll be on an A, B, C, D rating, and uh, away we go at 135 with that. Now, you can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Ring in the new year with Trooper on December 30th and Big Sugar on December 31st. Tickets and uh, more information available at RiverCreeResort.com. And you can text us at Ashley Fine Floors text line, the same number, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to AshleyFineFloors.com for more information. We're on Twitter at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet Brendan at Brendan Escott. Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. The top story for Legacy Heating and Cooling, 
pertains to Philip Broberg. Whether it's heating or cooling, you need to get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Uh, Philip Broberg recalled, uh, of course, uh, it was Ken Holland who said on this show way back when, uh, probably, I would say, a week after free agency close, uh, that Philip Broberg, you know, was in a position where he, he kind of had to maybe not make the Edmonton Oilers at the start all year. And unfortunately for Broberg, I think he played through a bit of an injury that derailed the start to his season. But he has been recalled. He had two goals, four points, and seven games in the minors. Um, Marcus Niemelainen went down. Niemelainen does not have to clear waivers. It's clear if you watch the Oilers on a nightly basis. Niemelainen does provide Edmonton with some physicality, but the puck skills. If you're a parent out there and you've got a young defenseman, it comes down to this. you got to master the art of the five-foot pass because in this day and age in hockey, the way it's gone, you got to be able to move the puck. And one of the things that's holding Niemelainen back, which is not to say down the road he won't be back here and playing, is his puck-moving abilities and his puck skills. So that's something to monitor. Broberg is going to come up again. I, I, I think Bro, the fact that they made an effort to get him here for practice today um, – to me, is a sign that he's going to be in again. Whether or not they go 11-7 and seven and play Broberg, uh, we shall wait and see. But we're going to get some thoughts on a bunch of different things as we go to the orders now. Audio Vault for direct workwear. Specialized to work with your business, outfit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and in Fort McMurray. And this is uh, audio from today. Jay Woodcroft has these comments on the orders sending Marcus Niemelainen down and recalling Philip Broberg. Well, for Marcus Niemelainen, uh, he's an important few- part of our future on the on the D in our organization uh, we want to get him up and running we're playing a bunch of minutes down in the American Hockey League the same way we got Philip Broberg up and running uh, playing a lot of minutes down in the American Hockey League in the hopes that uh, the more minutes for him uh, leads to increased confidence uh, Marcus is a big hard heavy D-man that helps us out Philip is uh, somebody who uh, moves pucks well defends with his legs is also a big body and we're excited about him as being a big part of the future of our organization. All right. Uh, Woodcroft also added some additional perspective on his message to Broberg at this time. The good news for Dave Manson and myself is that um, we coached him in the American League. So we have an understanding of what his capabilities were at that level last year where he was playing at a very high level the first uh, first half of the season in the American Hockey League. We also coached him up in the National Hockey League. Um, I think he's he's past the point of being overawed by the experience of just being in the NHL. I think he's come up with the mindset uh, to be a contributor factor on a winning team we don't want him to be anything but himself Uh, he has certain strengths and certain gifts we want him playing towards those gifts you mentioned a couple his puck movement I would say his legs get out get him out of trouble I think he's worked hard on his uh, his defending skills and uh, I just think he'll help us play a faster game and um, you know for us that's the benefit of having a really good player in the American Hockey League, league like Philip, and uh, we're giving him a try here. Well, let's not forget that uh, basically in, geez, it would have been literally this, it might have even been on this date, you can check it out, but uh, a year ago, uh, the orders were in Vegas in late November, and... Philip Broberg and Cody Ceci. Uh, Broberg played like 22 minutes against the Vegas Golden Knights, and the Oilers beat the Golden Knights for the second time that year on the road in Vegas. And I remember it well because it was the same night 
that Alabama beat Auburn in the Iron Bowl, and that was a Saturday. And so a year later, that would be the same date, I'm thinking. But anyhow, I mean, this is a guy that it's been interesting what's happened with Broberg here. Um, there's something there. Brendan, I'm going to bring you in here before we get to some comments from Broberg. Just on, on your thoughts, I mean, I didn't... I mean, we don't 100% know. Like, I broadcast the game at the rookie tournament against Calgary, and I thought he got hit in the ribs with the puck. And I wondered whether or not, because from that point on, he didn't have the same explosiveness. And then we started wondering, well, did he put the wrong type of weight on in the offseason? Because we know he got stronger, but the guy can skate. Uh, I have watched him play twice in the minors you know, he's clearly their best prospect defenseman down in the HL. Where is your headspace at right now with what Broberg can theoretically provide the Oilers? Well, he's that big body presence, and when you look at somebody who can make it more difficult for the other team to play, I know he's not necessarily known as a physical player per se, but at six foot four, you got to figure he'll be able to, you know, sort of disrupt things in his own end. And if he's able to calmly uh, readjust to the pace of the NHL game, and he does talk about that here coming up, um, in terms of that five foot pass, in terms of being able to rely on his puck movement skills and, and let that confidence sort of ripen here at this level then I think we've got some staying power. But I would like to definitely see how calm he's going to be um, because I think that's, you know, that can be said about a lot of Edmonton's defense right now. When they get pressed, they, they turn the puck over. Yeah, there's no question. All right, uh, Broberg uh, shed some insight on where his health's at right now. Yeah, injuries happen. Um, it's uh, what comes along with the game. And, um, yeah, I got through that now, and I'm healthy and 100% ready to go. And he added these thoughts on his season so far. Yeah, I'm, I'm just happy to be back playing and, and uh, being healthy. And uh, like I said, I think I had a good stretch in the show now for a, for a good couple of games. And uh, I feel feel good in uh, playing for him. Uh, Brobert was asked about trying to assert offense against NHL players. For sure, it's the best players in the in the world in this league. And um, like I said, I, I had a good couple of games here, and uh, I feel good to go. And uh, I'm confident in my game, and uh, I'm gonna, I want to play good. And he was also asked about what he was feeling most confident about. Well, my puck movement for sure, uh, good good passes, and uh, like you said, my skating uh, helps me a lot. So uh, yeah, it's still overall game. And Tyson Berry, a veteran defenseman of the Edmonton Oilers, he's played over 600 games in the NHL. He's got three goals and 12 points this season. Had this to say on young players like Broberg handling big moments. I'm still trying to make my way in this league. I'm still trying to figure it out. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a couple, there's a couple spots in the league that are just kind of, you know, larger than life. And MSG, MSG is certainly one of them. Playing the Rangers, and you know, Broby's played a bunch of games though, which helps for sure. And you know, he's been around us the last few years, and uh, he's got, he's got some experience. But um, you know, it's like an exciting opportunity and uh, in a great building. And um, you know, I'm, you know, we're looking forward to having him up, and I'm sure he can help our team. And um, I'm sure there'll be a bit of nerves and stuff, but. But, you know, once you get, you make your first pass, you take a hit or give a hit, whatever, you kind of get into it. All right, so that's Tyson Berry of the Edmonton Oilers. We're in the Oilers now, Audio Vault for direct workwear. And Jay Whitcroft says there's lineups 
uh, lineup opportunities there for the taking with the Oilers? I think there's opportunity not only for uh, individuals like Broby um, or different people that are getting moved around the lineup. I think um, as a team, tomorrow represents a great opportunity against a stiff challenge um, to end our road trip uh, the right way and head back to Edmonton feeling good about ourselves. That is Croft, uh, who also added... An interesting perspective on um, what being more consistent looks like for the Oilers. I think uh, there's areas of the game um, that you want to see uh, show up in, in in your team game night in, night out. Uh, for me, I wish I could say that there's uh, one specific thing that needs to get cleaned up. Um, you know, for a while, our penalty kill took a little bit, took on water for a little bit. It seems to be headed in the right direction. Um, you know, our net play at different occasions has left something to be desired. Um, there's been games where we've struggled to score at five on five it's been it's been small parts of our game that can improve um we've yet to do that for a long enough period seven and three to start the season was was nice but uh you know in terms of the the details that go along with the with the game uh in order to have sustainable success uh we're not there yet we weren't there after 10 games we're not there after 20 games but the good news is we get an opportunity tomorrow um to go against a very good hockey club and another final four playoff team from last year and we get to measure ourselves uh, against a real good team on the road here um, I think it's a good opportunity I think uh, our guys are up to the task and uh, we're determined uh, for the result and uh, just to conclude our Oilers Now Audio Vault segment here is Tyson Berry on what the Oilers are lacking right now to pinpoint it I think it's just uh, probably a bit of consistency you know we're playing We'll play a, a good stretch of hockey, and then we'll play a, a poor stretch of hockey, even if it's for you know three minutes, five minutes, or whatever. It seems to come back to haunt us. So that's something that we're going to have to fix. And we're ten and ten, and uh, you know there's a lot of hockey left, so we're not uh, we're not putting too much pressure on it. But it's time to you know get get consistent and start playing. I got to start playing. There's no question about that. So Brendan, do they go eleven and seven or twelve and six tomorrow? What would you do? Listen, if getting uh, Philip Roberg in the lineup means you're going 11 and 7, then go 11 and 7, right? I don't think that your bottom six forwards are ticking well enough that I'm worried about taking any one of them out. So let's get another defenseman in there. You know you can rely on it. Do you load up McDavid and Dreisaitl? Yeah, I think we would start that way. And if things slip away, then fine. But it, it's time that this team is able to jump another team. And uh, and I think that that's your best option at this point to do that. We talked yesterday about how else you juggle things at this point. Well, you see one call up here, and, and maybe that's the second part of the shuffle up. Well, yeah, I mean, one thing I would consider, like if they're going to play McDavid and Drysaddle together, this is going to upset the Pugliarvi fans out there. I would not have Pugliarvi with those guys right now. It's not working for him. There's no read and react game. There's no give and go game. Um, I, I'm serious about this. I'd rather have someone like what I would do is I'd have three tandems. So I'd play, you know, McDavid and Leon together. And, and part of it is I don't think Leon's 100%. He had a high ankle sprain. He looks at times a little labored. Sometimes that can take several months. Rob Brown brought this up when it, and Rob's going to join us today at 105. But he talked about it being, uh, you know, it could be six to eight months 
before you feel 100% right. And I don't see Leon having the same explosiveness. I know, you know, he had a rough game, some rough moments the other night against the Islanders where he had multiple turnovers and on shifts and things like that. Uh, I think he's a little bit frustrated. I'd play Connor and Leon together. I would play Hyman and Nugent Hopkins together. They can also kill penalties together. Uh, and then I'd play McLeod and Fogel together, and they can kill penalties uh, together. I'd play Pugliarvi with McLeod and Fogel on the Oilers' third line, which means I'm going to play Costin with Nugent Hopkins and Hyman and probably play Yanmark. I'm serious. Probably play Yanmark. Because he's a consistent player. He's where he's supposed to be on the ice. He didn't have a great uh, preseason. I think we can agree on that. But I, I'd probably look at playing Yanmark there. And if the Oilers go 11-7, and seven, to me it's, you know, um, Holloway and, and, and Derek Ryan that would be on the, uh, the the two forwards. I don't know if Malone, you know, Shore was out last game. And I don't know if Malone uh, against a quicker team like the Rangers ends up in the lineup. But time will tell. I don't have... Um, total insight at the stage and they didn't they did a lot of two-on-two work and didn't run a lot of lines so uh let's do this when we come back in Oilers now it's 12 22 in edmonton again you can text us on the ashley five floors text line seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three uh i'll get you know what that was our game day lineup report for mcguire financial have the right teammates on your side for your financial feature for a free financial consultation that's a free financial consultation mcguire financial.ca is where you go i gave you a look at the oilers when we come back i'll give you a look at the new york rangers and then we'll get to nhl today for elite promotional marketing from new york city you're listening to oilers now welcome back everybody 12 20 Five in Edmonton. We go to a game day lineup report brought to you by McGuire Financial. Have the right teammates on your side for your financial future. For a free financial consultation, visit McGuireFinancial.ca. All right, so to the New York Rangers, this is what we kind of expect. Uh, the Rangers come in with a record of 10 wins, uh, 7 losses, 4 overtime shootout losses. So they've actually only won 10 of 21 games. The Oilers have won 10 of 20, but the Oilers haven't picked up any loser points so far this season. Zabanajad centers Chris Kreider, who scored 50 last Last year, and uh, Jimmy VC back with the Rangers. He scored 16, 17, and 17 goals over a three-year run, but has bounced around uh, through Buffalo and Toronto and Vancouver over the last few seasons. Trocheck basically was signed to replace uh, Ryan Strom in the offseason. He's with Panarin and Barkley Goodrow, of course, won two cups with Tampa Bay. Uh, Panarin, 96 points last year. Uh, for the New York Rangers. Uh, the kid line, uh, they have Heedle, a first-rounder in 2017 with uh, Alexis Lafreniere, the number one pick in 2020, and Capo Caco, the number two pick in 2019. I think, in fairness, they're probably looking for more out of Lafreniere and Caco. Uh, uh, and then Ryan Carpenter, a fourth-line center that I've always liked, a hard-nosed, belligerent, uh, undersized competitive guy with Sammy Blaze who plays with a bit of a chip on his shoulder and Julian Gauthier. On defense Keandre Miller with Jacob Truba. Truba last year at 11 goals, 39 points in 81 games. He was plus 25 and he had 88 pins. He's one of the biggest hitters in the National Hockey League. Ryan Lindgren, number 55 for the Rangers. He'll be watching the game tomorrow. He's a pain in the butt too. He's with Adam Fox who won the Calder or the uh, Norris Trophy two years ago. Last year Fox had 11 goals and 74 points. Zach Jones and Braden Schneider Two guys that uh, at this time last year were playing for Chris Knobloch on the Rangers farm team in Hartford. And we expect Igor Shosturkin, who won the Vesna Trophy last year, to get the start. He's 10-2-3. 
Their backup, Yaroslav Halak's 0-5-1. Kind of tells you a bit about how it's gone for the Rangers. That's your game day lineup report for McGuire Financial. Into NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Drew Shamahorn and the staff at Elite. Edmonton owned and operated your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brendan Escott. 13 games going ahead uh, tonight in the NHL with Calgary visiting Washington. Montreal's in Chicago, Ottawa in Anaheim. That one's an early start, I think already underway. And uh, Winnipeg visiting Dallas. The uh, Avs-Preds game tonight postponed due to a water main break that has significantly impacted the event level of Bridgestone Arena. That level does contain the uh, dressing room and the ice surface. Uh, the coverage tomorrow of Oilers and Rangers starting at 9.30 in the morning. Reed Wilkins pulling an early shift and then at 11 a.m. puck drop with Cam and Bob. Bakersfield wrapping up a six-game game homestand on Saturday, tomorrow night in San Jose, or rather against San Jose. Oil Kings starting back-to-back games there on the road in uh, Swift Current tonight and tomorrow. And the Golden Bears starting a home-and-home home with Calgary. They are in the south of the province tonight, tomorrow at the Claire Drake. There you have it. All right, Elliot Friedman's coming up for Abe's Door Service. He's one of the most plugged-in men in the business. But at 1228 in Edmonton, at 1230, you'll hear a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell.